P, waiting on Pat. Waiting on Pat. Oh, Pat. Well, you were most popular by like fifty percent. I mean, I knew, but it was it was it was one thing. Bold. Yeah, there was a poll today. No, on the last Great Taste episode, you were the number one person. Trey. You because Pat the only one single, so they know they he out here slaying that thing. I knew that in Vegas. I forget. I was telling my wife we we were in Vegas, bro. It amazed me how famous you niggas were. Amazed me. Like I remember um, that was a good time, bruh. Like I went to uh, Universal Studios for my birthday with, and like Lil Real went with us. Me, Ron Taylor, you know. But Lil Real went with us a week after Get Out came out. So we like this regular ass real, but nigga, we got mob, and that's how I felt in Vegas, bro. Y'all niggas is famous, man, for real. Wow, so, Lil Real famous. Are you smoking? Pulled a Me? cigarette out. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. This is uh, a. This is this is this is moss gel. No, it's not. Yeah. What are you right. smoking? You smoke right. cigarettes for real? That's mm -hmm. a joint, Meg. When did you smoke cigarettes? When did That's you a smoke? joint, Meg. Oh, I can't. Jesus Christ! I said it, and she still was like, "When did you stop smoking cigarettes?" I didn't hear it because you stuttered when you said it. I did not I stutter. Really yes, you did. You just so used to stuttering, you didn't even know. I didn't stutter, extra dick, Tracy. <laughs> extra dick, Tracy? Because she got pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You just made me realize. Even you know, match. Sometimes I just laugh at jokes, and I clearly don't understand what they were supposed to be. <laughs> that was funny. of a joke makes it funny. Yeah, that, those were just funny words together. That just made me, I didn't even know what you meant by that. I was just like, ah. Tracy, it's like, okay, here. <laughs> Getting all that extra dick, you get it. <laughs> hey Meg, I do hate, I do hate that hat though. I hate it. Well, I didn't like my roots, so you gonna have to deal with it. And I hate your roots, but we still have to look at Man, it. Every I feel week. like that's the hat that Ashanti cussed out Terrence oh. Howard in. <laughs> same one, same one. I feel oh. like I've seen Terrence Howard wear that hat too, though. <laughs> See, Meg was it? She got a cool criminal. Uh, she got a smooth criminal video shoot later. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like Meg would like throw it and it perfectly land on the hat rack. <laughs> that hat makes it look like you make some bar lemonade, Meg. She looking like the smooth mama note. She walked in, like flick the, uh, turn the bottle maker on. What's a bottle maker? Shut up. Just shut it up. The so baby like bottle pack. You put the bottles in so that they're not cold anymore. It makes the milk titty temperature. Kids love it. Hey, uh, CP, did you ever taste uh, breast milk when your kids was little? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Do dads do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, every dad has done that. I couldn't get it out of my mind that, it, that I felt like this was some kind of titty come, and I just couldn't, I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and that's why you that's why you tried some because it was it was titty come to you? No, I tried some because women shame you like you need to try the milk. Your baby you need to try that milk. And so I tried it, but it just was like you know what I'm saying? It's but sweet. I don't like I don't like it how sweet tastes it. Like it does. Sweet. It tastes like the whole foods version of almond milk, like the highest quality yeah. almond milk. I was like, oh, this is premium. Mm -hmm. I see why the baby likes it. Nah, that shit was like what? You ever okay, fellas? You can either mute it this. It is super sweet. Fellas, you ever just, in your single days, you ever been sucking a titty and then something come out? You're like, what the fuck, bitch, what is it? Y'all never, never? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like the, well, well, Kevin, you've been with your wife since the Bible. 
Other people have been dating people. You have I, was just, I was just answering. And I have your phone, Kev. I'm not on my phone. Yes, you it's are. Not, it's not sour? I would think it was sour. No. no I'm just thinking it's sour. Sweet. She's not dying. It's sweet. What? No, what? Just, Why is that related? It does. Sour usually relates to like somebody sick, it'll taste different because the body will produce nutrients. Yeah, like it's, it's like it's, it's super yeah, sweet. The baby's sick. It'll be the breast milk will be super dark uh, because it's like it'll have um, uh, not an antibodies, antibodies and stuff in the milk. Don't People be talking it. about breast milk like it's kind of nasty, but y'all are acting like it's slap. No, no. It, it literally tastes good. It's like sweet milk because it's if it's na- if it's sour, the baby won't. Baby's it's like baby's they have a sweet own egg. Egg. so it has to be sweet for the baby to drink it. Bigger titties are gonna produce a, a better milk. The bigger the titty, the probably the more premium. Probably it's like A's, like Hennessy. I think no. that you know what I'm saying. That's not true. Do that capture at all? Does titty <laughs> does titty size have anything to do with the milk? No. no. Even the smallest titties oh, can make the most milk. best milk. You taste her back. That's the inside of her back. You taste it if the titty too small. <laughs> what? That's the inside of her back. That that's you taste nothing but back rib. That's behind the rib you taste it. <laughs> My sister uh, first had my nephew. She was producing so much milk, she ended up like selling some. Yeah. Some people, I mean, it doesn't matter how big or small your breasts are because hey, some of the biggest breasts can't that? make any breast milk. Mm-hmm. Well, that's she sold on the black market? With titty in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who she sold it to, but yeah, she gave like, because she would freeze it and she would give it away or sell it. I don't know. She was yeah. selling frozen titty pops? <laughs> Good hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. You go, you go to the strip club and they like, would you like a toxical? Or would you like a kind? You know what I'm saying? I would take a top. Wait, is she selling them to other babies or for people to drink? No, I'm selling it to to other other babies. (laughs) The babies can't read. The Craigslist ads. Every woman. The babies was looking at the reviews like, oh man, Chandra, she. (laughs) No, I mean like, is she selling them to like be consumed by babies or are like niggas drinking? Yes. Said it like the baby goes to the bar like, let me get two threes, please. (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) Oh my god! I'm clueless about titty milk. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Who, on, is going, who else is drinking it? Hold on a second. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Uh, Melody. Melody. Man, you sure took the air out of the room for you, sure. Um, you you used to you yourself. Give your milk away, right? Because you used to produce so much. Oh, you it's her. Milk. She donated. She donated. So not sold it. She, she donated it. So, okay. like, you donate it to, like, the NICU because preemies can't, like, a lot of times when moms have preemies, their oh. breast milk hasn't come in. Yeah, that's what she was saying. Okay, that's sorry. Like give it to them for the preemies to have breast milk. milk. I was her kid. I would feel a certain way because that breast milk is both of ours. We both, <laughs> I think that, you know, if we are 50-50 investors here, like, you know, you just selling my shit. Can we talk about this? Like, freeze it. From, what if I get hungry in three years? Like, I need some, too. <laughs> in three years? Freezing I've never it. heard of that. Yeah, man. <laughs> what if the baby get used to the other breast milk and you try to, like, <laughs> he won't latch on to the tea? He's like, nah, this don't taste the same. Yo, man. do y'all think... <laughs> y'all <laughs> think taste like black, quick. Uh, I don't like this. Do y'all think black breast milk is seasoned and white people is ain't because we our food is seasoned? <laughs> 
You think a white baby tastes black breast milk? He like, yo, this is amazing, man. Bro, what you over here? There's, there's no way the taste is consistent across people. It has to be different. Okay, I mean, it's like regular milk cows from different farms. You don't really know the difference in taste, but like obviously, if it's a higher quality food that you're giving the cow, the milk will taste better. What about higher quality titties? Because I feel like ugly titties (laughs) might produce disgusting milk and like really nice titties. I'm sure the babies have a preference. No, nah, I mean, man. Not based on that because I mean, babies have a preference for their mother's own milk because of the smell. There's a sm- and, and your mom's breast milk changes according to what the baby needs. So yes, they do have a preference for their moms, but at the end of the day, if they ain't getting mom's milk, any breast milk will do. That's what I'm saying, but I do think that they in their mind be like, "Ah, that titty's kind of ugly." Or that's a nice titty. Babies don't have object permanence. This is so misogynistic. You said what, CP? That was my first meal ever. I thought about it. And I have, there is nothing in me that wants to go like, Ma, can I come snuggle up? And just like nothing. Like that was my first meal. And one day it just cut off when it was like, I don't ever want that again. Listen, babies. Sure, we never wanted it again. Uh, I don't think they tripping off how ugly the the titty is, Pat, because babies be having their whole eyes closed when they be drunk. They get drunk on the titty. They be the whole time. So they ain't never looking. Everything. They look first. They're imagining. (laughs) Babies can't even see correctly. Pat, what you saying? They be like. Babies can't see. Ah, that's cool. Very well. Yeah. I mean, what's it? I mean, all of us have, I mean, besides Meg, have probably closed our eyes while sucking a titty. I'm oh. sure I did as a baby. I'm sure. <laughs> or that weird phase in college where you weren't sure about yourself. <laughs> oh, man, no. <laughs> there's nothing, there's, there's nothing there. Like, what? What are you supposed to be looking at? Well, until you're used to them, like if it's a new pair of titties, you got to, like, I, I, I would suck it with my eyes open because I got to make sure I don't hit no hair. Sometimes nibbles be having, like, random hairs on them. You, I, I still, still clear of that. You suck while analyzing the titty? That's funny. Like, <laughs> ah, you God. suck suspiciously. Look at Here look like that owl clock. That's terrible. I thought it was going to taste like horchata, but it, it did not. <laughs> it has the same consistency, the same color and, and consistency as horchata, but it did not have a cinnamon sweet flavor. It looks like horchata? It did not taste like horchata, but I was like, this is definitely going to be horchata. No, it's not, actually. It's like sweeter skim milk. Yes, that is exactly what it tastes like. Yeah, because it's thin, just like skim milk, too. You're absolutely right, man. Like a coconut milk. Once I tasted it, I was like, this is why the baby's got to drink so much to feel full. It ain't really a thick type of thing. It's super thin. Absolutely. from the latte, not the whole drink. Do you guys think that people like without kids drink breast milk like recreationally? You should. I mean, it's so. I don't have exactly. access to it. Should. You should. It's. I mean, if you have access to breast milk, you should drink it because it's very healthy. There's so many nutrients in it. I'm not drinking no chill breast milk as a grown up. You to just dine in together. You get the other titty, son. I'm gonna get this one because it's so healthy. Let me tell you, this is no self-respecting way to get some breast milk as a grown man and you don't have any kids. Because if you lie about, yeah, you know, my wife is going through something. Weirder. Then you like a pervert, right? And if you just go up to somebody and be like, yo, let me buy some of your titty nut. They still gonna be like, you're a pervert. (laughs) 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 
the leaning didn't help to hear. You made it way worse with the leaning. <laughs> there's, there's no way you could do that without looking like a pervert. You're just going to be a pervert, man. You talking about just drink? Uh, man, be getting drunk on her own stuff. And screaming. That's ridiculous, man. No. To hear. Okay. I, had made, I wasn't able to make as much, but if I was, trust and believe, I would have had a freezer full and I would have been using, like, they, you're supposed to put it on a baby's face when they have rashes and stuff, and they'd be healing them. I mean, it's... Breast milk has healing property. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. It is like li literally liquid gold. You can heal like eczema and everything. You just put it on a baby's skin. It works every time. That's like a superpower. They they baby milk lotion. They do. <laughs> People do do that. They you know, put about what is it, amino. Like flat out have like titty milk <laughs> lotion. They have like oatmeal. Yes, you can't pasteurize. You can't pasteurize. You know how that'd be? But here's the thing, though. This lotion. Go ahead. What you saying? Right. If 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 they. What what are the people who uh have the babies for you? What do they call them? A uh, surrogate. Yeah. So like, if a surrogate after they give the baby away, right, then they go over to Vino, fill them up for like two months, and they can get cashed out. Cause something like that, you got to think like a Vino with breast milk healing properties. Oh, bro, that's gonna go for forty, fifty dollars a, a a jar. They finna oh, get cashed that's, out. That's liability, which is why they don't do it. What's the liability? You said it was good. Because the same reason why they tell you to, the food expires like two, three weeks before it actually does. Because they don't want to put the company in a position where something accidentally goes wrong and then they're liable for it. And with breast milk, it's like a human, it comes from your body. So you can't pasteurize it like you would typically so, do. So make that shit put it in the refrigerator while you ship it. If they can ship ice cream, they can ship, ship breast milk lotion. Here, I'm telling you, as amazing and as smart as you are, I would love that, but companies are not going to do you that. You think it's small, man. Uh, no. that's, that's an agent in you. I'm, th I'm thinking like a, a gangster, bro. I'm, I'm ready to. So what's up, CP? Let's tackle a market, bro. We could do this. I think, I think, I think flat out, we use you. I think breast milk could possibly cure freckles off top. I think that we can <laughs> see a whole new you, and, yeah. and we use you right now, and we put after the titty milk lotion, and right. then come out looking like Rito. I feel like if you, if you you take gum, put it in like like in an eyedropper, and put it between your gap, I feel like it will make your gum close up, and you will oh have like a full god. smile. Oh my god! And, and and if we fed your gums some breast milk, maybe they would be satisfied enough to let the teeth finally run the show. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how you do an apple before the gums being like, "What's going on here?" Like gums, stop butting in because I have to pierce the apple and continue the bite. I just worry. I, I think if we fed those gums some breast milk, they would be like, you know what? I'm good. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? I live long enough to know when I should gracefully bow out. So I'm going to just shut the fuck up there. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure that somebody tried uh, like cereal with titty milk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There, there's a video of this chick who put absolutely. the breast milk in her husband's cereal. He came in. He was like, hey, this milk don't taste right. Because <laughs> like, they both had a bowl. He went to the refrigerator. He got it. He was like, this milk, he smelled the milk. That's he so saw the bottle okay. on the table. He freaked out on her. Yeah, that's so it argument. don't taste good. That's, that's an argument, though. It don't slap, bro. I'm, I'm telling you. you. Know, like, have you ever it. had skim milk, Pat? Have you ever had skim milk? Skim yeah. milk is like the LaCroix of milk. It's like the hit. It's like there's milk. no, you know how thin it is because there's no fat in it? That's how breast milk is. It's really thin consistency. It's not thick. But it's sweet, so it doesn't taste nasty. It's just different from like regular two percent cow's milk. It's like really milk with a hint down of how titty. gross. What? It's like milk with a hint of titty. I never really broke down how gross it is that we measure milk with like two percent fat, low fat, no fat. That's kind of gross. Now that I think we about to, it, we need to measure people like that. 
But look, I think that <laughs> I, I think that we forget that cow's milk is cow titty milk. Like it don't come from like a cow factory where they're and they're like only cows can do this. No, this is their flat out titties. That's and even we, grosser. Yeah, it's definitely grosser because like they don't even use soap or wash up or nothing. And we just eating they, you know what I'm saying? We might as well. If that's the case, what would you rather have? Homeless bum titty milk or cow's milk? Damn. Homeless bum titty milk. Why? Bum titty milk. And I'm talking about with the with the very tip of the nipple, wiped off with the alcohol swab, because we know that that's at least what they do on the farm. So we're talking about wiping off the very, very tip of the titty. So that no, means that no, no, no. Back up, because that's not what they do. Yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> that's not what they do. You're trying to make it. It's disgusting. See, I imagine they, not, that they have some kind of not be eating, eating or drinking any kind of cow's milk because it's that disgusting. Bro, like the fact that see? they just keep putting a little, they don't clean that off. They just put the little, they put the thing on, on the udder and just sucks it down. And, and it's pus coming out of there. It's pus because they keep doing it too much. Yeah, I was just saying, they, they milk the off cows. The that often. So it's now pus now mixed in there and then they got to go pasteurize the milk. But of course, Bro. Pus it's not just pus, it's not just pus. They do it so often. It's pus and blood. When they when they finish milking it, that that pale, it looks like a strawberry milkshake. Cause that's I how much that, that is in there. I saw that on Facebook. That's the last time I drank milk. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they they. Uh, it did look like strawberry milk. That shit sucks. And it doesn't look. It looks like it hurts the cow too. And it cartoons does. made it seem. Cartoons <laughs> made it seem just like you were just doing like that, and it was like. Yeah, squirt, they squirt, they squirt, like squirt. you to think that it feels like nutting. But I think it doesn't, and I think I don't that know that they wanted us to think that. And the way it's hitting the cow, and the cow is smiling. You just imagine, like, look at all those nuts. Good the for that. Be like, think about it. Think about it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But I tell you what, after after that after that seventeen nut, my seventeen. Yeah, you get raw. It gets raw at the while. It gets raw, and that's what happened to us. All right, well, I think that was a pretty good open. Let's jump into this first topic. All right, first up, we have brown sugar versus love and basketball. Mm. I ain't gonna hold you to here. At first, I was like, well, brown sugar is a better thing. I mean, you can't eat loving basketball. And I was like, oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a damn about either of these movies. <laughs> what? Well, Pat, that's not surprising. Pat, Pat. The dreads. So every nigga with dreads, it should be a certain point. Once the dread hits your ear, you need to watch a couple Afrocentric movies. <laughs> Match. I, I don't like loving basketball. I, uh, brown sugar was cool. I, I'm not a fan of loving basketball. Why? Because you can't play basketball? That's not why I wouldn't like the movie. I like basketball movies. I like Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you like sappy love movies? It's just, it's not my thing. It's kind of dumb. I'm going to tell you the funny thing about love of basketball. When he, she said, play me for my heart, and he crossed her over, dunked on her. I was like, oh, he wants to win. It was so (laughs) funny to me. Because I thought he was going to let her win, but he didn't. <laughs> and he shouldn't. He, was... he even played her. He don't even play out like that in real life. Yo. Like, the base character would have been outside with a knife and her pajamas going crazy, rolling around on the grass. Like, her family has been called about a wedding that's about to take place. Like, you think it's over? Even at the end of the movie, Tyra would have been at the game when he was holding the baby. She'd have been running across the court with a knife and a it's like, Wait, bro, Tyra. Like, like that. That was, that was, she, he was engaged. You, was Tyra Banks in that movie? Yeah, she was the flight attendant. 
that he was engaged to. Oh, wait, Love and Basketball? Yeah. At the end of the movie, uh, Omar Epps' character is engaged to a flight attendant. I ain't seen Love and Basketball in a minute. Hmm. I'm about to look it up. Anyway, I I, I could be wrong. Low-key, my boy. I like Brown Sugar. A hundred times better than love. Why? Because it was about music, and it was Ren and Ten, the <laughs> hip hop Dalmatian. That was. Oh, funny. that was funny. Ren that and was Ten great. hilarious. That I was great. Brown, su- brown sugar for, for me. Brown sugar just seemed more relatable. I mean, maybe to like Jocks and stuff. They loved like love and basketball, but I just thought brown sugar was more relatable. And I was a fan of most Def. Everybody, actually, everybody in the movie, Queen Latifah, Tay Diggs. Sanaa Lathan, it was yeah. a great, it was a great cast. You're right, uh, CP. And uh, to me, Love and Basketball, the only standout song in that sand- soundtrack was the Maxwell joint. But on uh, Brown Sugar, that whole soundtrack was fire, bro. Who was the on the soundtrack? soundtrack was fire. Who was on the soundtrack? Let me. See. You got Jill Scott, Easy Conversation. You got the Most Deaf song. Um, okay. You got Oh, uh, the love of my life. Love Erica of my life. Erica Badu, like that soundtrack was. But they fire. don't make great movie soundtracks anymore. Don't. Like, I love Def be doing it though. In Everything the, that most Def is in be having a fire soundtrack though. It does. Uh, Queen and Slim actually had a pretty dope uh, soundtrack. Oh yeah, they did. He yeah, has better. Sure has great now. music too. Best you know soundtrack of all time. If I had to give my top three, which I don't know why I made this a thing, but I think uh, Above the Rim had a crazy soundtrack. Yep. Too. Yeah. Um, uh, Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones was good. Romeo must die. Romeo must die. <laughs> Waiting to exhale was Never a good one. Romeo must die. Waiting to exhale had a good one because my mom. What was on Waiting to Exhale? Nigga, everything but. Everything. Baby, Hell, I'm, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I was saying, CP. You were right. I I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I, I kind of forgot the end part. That was like the last 20 minutes, right? Right. I haven't seen that. had a good soundtrack, too. It was more Ooh. jazzy, but it was a solid soundtrack. The one with uh, Issa Rae and... Um... Oh, the photograph? Yeah, photograph. Uh, Low-key, the, the last soundtrack that I really enjoyed was, ironically, Black Panther. Oh, that was amazing yeah, soundtrack. Was Kendrick did that. Kendrick Everything did that. except Future's verse on King's Day. And oh, look. gosh. That I, I will never forgive Future for that. Jay Rock and Kendrick floated. For Future to be like, and I hate myself because it was so catchy. I'm the part of the problem, too. I go, Lottie Daddy that made me so mad. I almost deleted Future's hey. photography out of my, my iTunes. That made y'all matter than that bullshit Kanye did at the end of the uh, Schoolboy Q song. He was like, ah, I don't know. Like, what are you doing, bro? I don't remember that. That pissed me off to no end. And you had the end of Schoolboy Q song you had with, um, remember the, uh, that part? That part. Right. And then Kanye came on like, uh, Get Kendrick on the phone. Get Top Dog on the phone. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, that was a, that was a lot too. But it still wasn't like because that was at the end of the song. Future did this in the middle of the slap. It was like, bro, like that. That was that made no sense. Whatsoever. You shouldn't do stuff like that on your own music. It's weird. Future did that. That's like 
uh, Kendrick and J-Rock took the group project really seriously. And Future was like, oh, yeah, that's today? Oh, yeah, well, here's my work. Like, no, man, we've been working on this for months. He literally wrote, no, nah, as artists, oh, was on here? that's a black empowerment song, and y'all put a fiend on the track, and that's what <laughs> exactly. happened. Honestly, Future shouldn't have been on the album. He don't you let your crackhead uncle say the prayer over the food, and then y'all mad at what he said. <laughs> I enjoy it. But that, that song won a Grammy to hear. I don't listen. They said, y'all if tripping. we give you this, never put Future on another track. That was a contingent on them getting the Grammy. That was the whole thing. haven't heard Future's new album? It's dope. I like it. No, it's not dope, Pat. It's not dope. It's There's not a dope. couple of first them on there. First of all, it's nothing new. Second of all, he sounds hurt. Third of all... Do we really want new. rappers to give us something new, though? He does. His flow, he, he pulled out, like, nine new flows in this. Nine new flows with auto-tune still on them. I don't like it. To hear his hairline is cripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the real stuff. In all fairness, I don't think I ever liked Future because the first introduction I heard him was uh L-O-V-E Love. Y'all remember that song? That's yeah. not a good, that's not a good representation. Oh, I thought somebody was playing. Oh, oh my shit. I loved it. That wasn't a good intro. I literally thought somebody was playing. That was like Keisha Cole did that, but I loved Keisha Cole when she did it. I did not oh, love Future. I didn't like when she did it either. Oh, I hate you. You hate black women. That's not true at all. Everybody knows I love black women, and everybody also knows I love HBCUs. Kev, oh, you can't God. wear a Black Panther mask and still get out of the fact that you hate HBCUs. That's why you don't do college tours there. That's why you don't donate to the NAACP. That's why you refuse to work at Essence because you don't like black. I worked at Essence last year. Where's the footage? Cue it up. HBCUs. Matt didn't go to HBCU either. Well, that's the no, half. I, uh, I was at one every other weekend. So Mac went to Freaknik. I went to a predominantly white college, but I'm from Detroit. So, like, nigga, I, I was born in HBCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the craziest thing is that years? out of all of us, Meg and Kev both went to Freaknik. Out of all of us. Yeah, that's that's, that's what's really crazy. That's, crazy. that's the wildest thing about this chat right now. <laughs> what college did you go to? I went to Michigan State. Oh, I knew that. You were a Kappa. Yes, sir. I was, still, still am, and always will be. You were ugly, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the whole thing for them. <laughs> they made, they made CP stroll and keep his mask on. He had to keep his pledge mask on the whole time. Get to the back, CP. End of the line. End of the line. I was, I was actually at the front of the line. I was the president of my chapter. Thank you very much. I wasn't just a noob. I was the noob, Kev. And we Ugly didn't people are great leaders. And, and, and listen, <laughs> listen, That's listen, true. Listen, we had a fat gospel nigga. You could have got down. <laughs> we had a fat gospel nigga. You could have got down. You ain't had to get no pussy for real. You could have just been chilling. You could have been there. That's hilarious. My school had one kappa, and he was the he, he was the he was he was the whole chapter. He was just the only dude. What? My whole four year one dude. Seriously, Seriously but he was, so, I don't know. We didn't really have a. Kev, piece, if you, uh, I feel like Kev, if you pledge, you to play like Iota or something like that. Man, don't play with or Alpha. That's all I said. CP, don't probably don't you alpha. dare. You could or be oh, the only person in your entire fraternity. You probably transferred. There was a no, he didn't transfer. The thing this was in University of Washington, so there wasn't a huge contingent of black people, period. So, you know, sometimes there just wouldn't be no there was no iotas there at all. 
Well, how did he get himself? there? How did he get there if, if nobody else was there? Did the well, everybody could have graduated out. He could have been the youngest. Yeah, I think that's what happened. What Meg had. Oh, what happened. damn. Oh, you know, they don't, a lot of people start, but they don't all finish. And I think his whole line just didn't finish. So he just was the only one who made it. So did he do like fundraisers by himself and throw parties? And stuff? He stepped by himself. He did everything by himself. He stepped by himself? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Him. He was him. respected though. Like I just want to be clear. This nobody laughed at him. Like he held it down. He, he was, looked crazy. He looked he, he was cool. He was shimmying hard. He was dope. He, he was trying to hang around. He was cool, bro. We rock with him. I if I was on the yard, like oh, by myself, nobody would make fun of me either. <laughs> but you built the way you do, Pat. You built the way you are too. So shut up. <laughs> you play like, on drugs. Nobody would take you seriously. <laughs> It was hot under there. Hey, that mask was tight. I wanted to make fun of it, but it looked official. Man, it was at the mall by my my uh, old house. They had all kind of stuff. I was in there nerding now, man. Can I see? Strong sword. It's probably, it looks like it stinks in there. Inside. It probably does now. Does it have a back? Yeah, yeah good mask. Good masks have a back. Me to here. We went on the road one time. And I wore that as my Corona mask. Does it cover the mouth? I cut a piece out so I could talk, but it used to cover the mouth, but you wouldn't understand what I said. But now I kind of regret it because now I, I, the whole mouth is just gone. <laughs> what size? They have different sizes? No, just one. I'm pretty sure that was not the average size. There's no, there's no such thing as one size fits all for heads. Let me tell you, I got a lifetime of disappointment. It does <laughs> you, not. <laughs> you fashion two Black Panther masks together? We're <laughs> Black Panther and Killmonger, to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you black monger, but look, he's <laughs> <Look, laughs> at this. Kevin's chocolate. So bad, but I, swear <laughs> God, I had, a, I had a, a a shoot one time where I had to, you know, I play that character where I do the whole white face prosthetic, and so they brought me some contact lenses, the blue contact lenses to wear in the character, and then I put them on, bro, and my eye was still around. The blue, they were too small for my eyes. I had to get special, and they didn't come in times. So I had to just wear Hilarious. real shit. They was like, we've never seen that before. I was like, fuck. Wait, because your eyes were big? My eyes were too big for standard contact lenses. <laughs> Yo, you know they say that when you're a baby, your eyes are as big as they'll ever be. CP was scaring the mess out of people. Like, let me see your baby. Whoa, what's, what's wrong with this? They was like, who, who birthed a fly? You gave birth to a fly? They saw CP's eyes in the ultrasound. It, it, all they saw was this. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the, the ultrasound and then the first thing they see you like. Looking <laughs> <laughs> back at them. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they would freak out. But we ain't gonna see the baby straight on. The baby looking right at us. Like, what up, man? I, know, I see y'all out there. He's in the fetal position like this. contact lenses my was too late so that's why if you look at some of my bud character it's always with the with the black person eyes which end up being better it's just made it funnier oh, but, yeah, oh that's bro, great contact that's hey, funny bro he made eye contact with the doctor that delivered him he came out like dude <laughs> <laughs> <was> like yo <laughs> 
I like my eyes, man. Y'all not gonna eye shit. <laughs> I like my eyes. <laughs> I do. I like my eyes like a box of chocolates. Oh man, yo. <laughs> back to brown, back to brown sugar and love and basketball. What we talking with? Uh, I think I had more fun at, as a movie goer watching Love and Basketball, especially when he was like, ding, 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 my divorce. I laughed That's out loud. Sugar. That's Brown or, Sugar. What did I say? Love and Basketball? Yeah. Oh, I had more fun watching Brown Sugar than Love and Basketball. They're both classic black movies. Uh, but I think overall, I enjoyed Brown Sugar a little bit more. Most Def was so, he stole every scene he was in yeah, in that he, movie, bro. Yeah, he was really good. Most Def also, we don't here. talk about him enough as good rapper actors. He, he never gets oh, in the man. conversation. Right. But he is, he, he's top tier, bro. He just hasn't really had as much uh, movie roles as every, or movie or TV roles, but everything he's in, he kills it. You think and he's he a better actor than Common? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Common plays the same, ver- uh, uh, the, the same role over and over. In, in every movie he's in. Yeah, absolutely. He, and he I might be the top actor turn rapper as far as skill and range next to maybe, yeah. like, maybe Andre? LL. Andre's really good too. Andre's really good, but he doesn't, he hasn't got as many roles to show. He, as so many, he don't have that many gears. Andre can play like sad and innocent and weird and that's it. Did y'all see the Jimi Hendrix with Andre? Was, did anybody see that? I didn't see it because they didn't get the rights to the music. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? The music that they played oh, never mind. I don't, I don't believe in biopic. If you can't get the rights and you just, that should don't be a red flag for not making it. Don't no, do it. Andre 3000 and um, yeah, you too. Cool yeah. with Cedric when he was Dabu and he had, he had the gun under the teacup. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> that was that was my favorite Andre 3000 role, man. He was so funny. I don't never get to kill nobody. He was great. He was good in Four Brothers. He wasn't really down with what they was down with. He I got any- kids, man. I got kids. Your brother. <laughs> that was a, I could relate to that, bro. I got kids. That means so many kids. Hey, can I just say this, man? There was a time in the early 2000s where I feel like Bron- they made the movie Brown Sugar seven times. And they just kept calling it something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, this one is Queen Latifah in Common, but Common's being Jason Kidd. But then this one over here is, is Boris Kojo and Nikki, but then they all come into contact with Queen Latifah and Sonia Lathan's there. But this one is about Sonia Lathan when she married this bull. It's like, fam, stop it. That shit <laughs> felt like, you know what it felt like? I'm a fan of like a couple of YouTubers, right? You know how you watch they stuff and they stuff. And they be on everybody else stuff. <laughs> you say what? And they be on everybody else stuff. Like. But, but, right. And it's like, it just feels like that. Like, it, it just, it's like, it just felt like one big ass sketch group making a movie. <laughs> that is <laughs> not, that is not an off assessment. It was a good six year period where he ain't lying. But that's because there was no, before that, think about it. It wasn't like it was a whole slew of like that's black true. movies. Like this was the era that fo- that set the foundation for what we have now, like where you can see black people. So they should have just been real. Called that I mean, black, black movie. people. Black movie part two. Black movie part three. It was like. <laughs> Hey, they, they did that a lot for uh, Christmas movies, too. They had the same version of a black Christmas movie, like, oh, every, the family gets together. I wonder oh, what my God. God. That's everything. There's always one nigga that just came home from jail. There's always, like, one person that don't talk to nobody. There's, like, this... There's like this just, you, just, you just described Soul Food and Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. <laughs> Man, but even that, though, and, and this Christmas. the funeral, and that's the same damn movie. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That's why I had a hard time with, like, Love and Basketball and Brown Sugar because they both had Sanaa Lathan and Tay Diggs as the main characters. Mm. I Some of the scenes I intertwined, and I was like, wait, what movie is that? in Love and Basketball. That was Omar Epps. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my other chocolate. All black people don't look like Megan. No, I'm saying that, like, but for me, like, there's still scenes that intertwine that I'd be forgetting from which movie it came there's from. There's scenes in other movies that intertwine because they always just put these niggas together. Bro, Ashton Kutcher and Justin Timberlake, they made the same movie the same year. The Friends with Benefits and uh, uh, something else. Planet Loose or something like that. No strings attached. That's what it is. No strings attached to Friends with Benefits. It was the exact same movie. Plot line and it came oh, out the same right, summer. Right, 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 look, all about the Benjamins and money talks. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah um, sure. The Prestige and the Illusionist. And, and those are both amazing too. Like, it's literally movie. the same movie and they both came out like the same year, right? No, I'm, y- yes. I bet Magicians was like, this is our year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what, though? Disney actually had a formula that you can follow. Disney had this story writing formula that fits with everything. Yeah, I think as creators, I think, I think that we put a lot of onus on ourselves to run to that spot in the creativity where everything is different and get a chance to make something brand new. But sometimes the newest part of it is you being involved and people seeing your take on it. Like, like the, the difference between Mike Epps and Chris Tucker, right? The same difference in Friday when you think about that. They literally did a lateral thing where they kind of like played the same role after each other. You know what I'm saying? Like Money Talks mm-hmm. Chris Tucker, Friday Chris Tucker. Next Friday, Mike Epps, and uh, All About the Benjamins, Mike yeah. Epps. Both, you know, Cube, it's like, bro, it's, it's deep. Hmm. You Those know? Vince Vaughn movies, Vince Vaughn was doing just the Vince Vaughn thing for like eight movies in a row. And, and people were just like, bro, okay, we do something else. He was like, I, I can't. I, this like, is I, Adam Sandler, too. I got one speed. I mean, oh, yeah. But then Adam Sandler would switch it up and do something like, like Uncut Gems was like totally different. Like Vince Vaughn did True Detective and he was like playing against type. But then Adam Sandler, he will go right back to that stuff that he knows works. You know what Adam Sandler movie I really like, but it's such an un- unorthodox movie. And you could tell that the creative process of it was just all, you know, funny people. Like that was just yeah. good. At, I like the movie, even though, like the way that it s- stacks up. Some movies go on too long. Some movies they got too much budget. Yeah, you know, you know. But I just liked that movie, and it was him being like a version of himself, almost trying to spoof himself, because he had all them ridiculous movies that he had been known for. Yeah, like, bro, stuff. I, I like little stuff like. That. I didn't like that when it first came out, but I see what you're saying. That this was topic good. has gone on too long, so let's get to the vote right now. What are we going to? Uh, Brown sugar. <laughs> Loving basketball. Okay. Brown sugar. Okay. Brown sugar. And brown sugar. Brown sugar takes it home for the win. Appreciate that. One of my favorites. And we're going to get on to this next topic. All right. Next topic. We have grape jelly versus strawberry jelly. That's going to start a fight. You know, I was just going to say, you know what's so crazy about this? It's something so small and minute, but this will cause an all-out rift between people. Listen, bro. I don't want no grape jelly ever. Never, never. I vehemently stand against what? Great. If I go to a restaurant and they have peanut butter and jelly or they have toast, if grape is the only option, I don't even want the toast. I'm vehemently grape jelly is the Republican. I didn't think it was. Good, Ray. Good, Ray. (laughs) 
<laughs> Grape jelly is trash. Strawberry is king of all jellies. Even though Americans consume 2.7 times more grape jelly than strawberry? I don't care what the people consume. Strawberry is the way. It tastes like better. It and I also want to say this. Strawberry as an artificial flavor is better than an actual strawberry flavor. Regular strawberries are trash compared no, to artificial no, strawberry flavor. No, it's because you don't have ripe strawberries. Oh, uh, here we go. You ain't oh tied my, my grandma's potato salad. I can go to Oxnard and get a fresh strawberry that's freshly picked. And I would prefer a strawberry candy or strawberry jelly. That's because you're a fat diabetic and you like sugar. God, <laughs> That's not just fat, not just a diabetic, a fat diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> also <laughs> like sugar. We avatar here. Meg is right. I think Meg is right. They are better when they're ripe, but they're still not like top tier fruit. And overrated. The, the most overrated fruit I ever. I love strawberries. I have a I have a whole box of them right now that are super super ripe, sweet, yummy. I'm just like no, you don't. It. Strawberries you don't have, have a whole box. Best. I guarantee the whole box ain't. Stra yeah. I, strawberries have the best ghostwriter of all time because. <laughs> there, is, there is some man-made thing that strawberry flavoring that's way better and giving strawberries the best rep and then you actually get some strawberries and you're just like this don't really taste like anything strawberries strawberries don't be sweet a lot they like, don't like, bro like, they have one season and that season seems like it's like three weeks and every, every everything else you got to put sugar or a splendor or sweetener on it because oh, y'all are getting them at the wrong place you get them from like farmers markets. i'm not driving all the way out there meg now, that's, 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 point. that's true, though. I think. City, city strawberries are gross, and that's what you're dealing with. That you know Meg's been all over the world. She's Megan San Diego. She knows <laughs> the best strawberries. <laughs> now, what you got to do is go to Argentina on April 17th through May 6th, and that's where you will get the best strawberries, man. What you, you know, mean, American, kind of American climate. Like, uh, Megan J. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I used to have to go strawberry picking when I was growing up. And those strawberries were fire. Why okay. couldn't you have fun? Why couldn't you have just regular? Why couldn't you be on a swing set? You had a big strawberries. Go because play Thailand was dangerous. Why did you play tag and stuff? That ain't fun. Meg is the reason they invented tall I even asked my mom about this. We went to the strawberry farm like every summer to go pick strawberries, and they had the option where you pay like two dollars more and you just buy the the pick strawberries. My mom was like, two more dollars? No, get that bucket. We're gonna pick them ourselves." <laughs> oh man! And you weren't even poor. <laughs> she was she just? Yes, we You say what? Two dollars was a lot of money back in Wuhan. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> Wuhan, Wuhan, is that a real place? Megan's Korean. Oh, that's right. Different country, and I grew up in uh -oh. Kentucky. But yes. no, strawberries black are and Korean in Kentucky, Meg, was that hard? Unicorn. No, I grew up on Army base. There was a bunch of oh, That's all you had to say. Army bases are all the same. No matter where you are, it all yeah. feels the same. Yeah. What do you mean? I grew up on army bases too. You never feel like you're living in the city you're living in because uh, the army bases have the same houses, same schools, same stores. It's it's like staying in a Marriott. It's all it's all the same, and all the kids at your school are also all army kids. So you guys go through yeah. the same thing. The worst part is being an army kid and going to school off base, where there is no army kids. Then you'd be like, okay, now I'm in a different city. It, it'd be sucking. Wait, there's a school within the base. 
Sometimes. Yeah. You don't have to leave an army base yeah. sometimes at all. Melissa, when she lived in Hawaii, the church was on base, hospital, the PX is like small, movie theater. Everything. It's a whole community, but it just depends alleys, all There's just not really great restaurants, like Red Lobster and stuff. Back yeah, when we were, they didn't have those type of restaurants. They had like yeah. McDonald's, Popeye's, or Burger King. Tomorrow. Yes, sir, Burger Did you guys like... Yes, sir, Burger did y'all see the sky? Like, was it, was it like enclosed? Like, I don't get it. Like, how did you, how do you leave the base? I didn't, I thought that it's, it's a whole, like, there's a, somebody at the gate. You have to drive in, you gotta have certain tags and you have to show your ID card. This nigga yeah. put on the Epcot Center. Bro, no lie, bro. And this, and then after September 11th, cause it, in, in Washington before that, the bases were pretty much open. You yeah. could come in during after September 11th, bro. It was a it's a it was a nightmare to get on a military base. Your friends couldn't even drop you off. I would have to get dropped off off at the gate, show my ID, and then walk home because you couldn't get on the base after September. It was a breeze getting in before that. You were just like, oh, hey, before yeah. that, bro. They wouldn't be checking. You could just go in and out. I mean, they, that was during the day. Like, at night, at night, it wasn't that easy. But no, nah, they had the MPs at the gate with the with the blicky. They had the blicky with the sticky eye. I didn't know that the, it was that. I didn't know it was like a whole city. You know what's crazy though, Pat? It ain't even weird when you grow up like that. It is not unusual because that's all you really know. So don't yep. feel weird because yeah. you don't know what regular kids be living. You just be, this is, this is life for you. We only went off base to go to church. Other than that, we was on there six, six days a week. Yeah. How, how often do you move? Every three years. Every three years. Two or three years. And the worst part is your friends also move two or three years. So sometimes you only, you have a great friend and you only get him for 18 months. And this is before uh, social media. He moved to freaking Germany. You don't never hear from that dude again, man. Where are you, PJ? Remember sixth grade? We had a good time. Bro, you either become really friendly and meet friends newly like me, Meg, or you don't meet nobody and you stay to yourself for the rest of your life. And there's no in between. You either are super friendly or super antisocial because you got to just make friends. Your relationship be getting cut off all quick and stuff. It's, yeah, got to get her pregnant. She ain't anybody fucking around. <laughs> I bet you see her then. I, 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 I bet it be like, hey, remember me? No, no, there's a whole lot of army babies that live overseas that never see their dad. Oh, uh, and let me tell you what sucked when you're in high school, right? You try to get girls, you got to compete with GIs who are 18, who got a freaking charger, who are driving back to the high school, and you riding a bike to Burger King to make $7.25 an hour. This dude got an apartment off base. He shouldn't even be talking about a to a Maybach. I remember the first time I saw a Maybach in Radcliffe, Kentucky. This is it was not fair, bro. We can't compete with you. Got a, they got a charger and a job. What age was this? You made it seem like you were in middle school. No, it, I was on Army base my whole life. No, so, but you said you were on a bike going to Burger King and there were 18-year-olds taking your women. What age was this? This was when I was in high school. I was still yeah, riding like, my bike to Burger King. I didn't have no car. I had to compete yeah, with all the, all the so Because if you think about it, a lot of soldiers, they start when they're like 18. So they're young, like below 25, basically. They're hanging out with the high school kids. There's nothing to do because a lot of these towns are not in huge cities. Hmm. So like Friday nights at my high school, it was like the, the huge football games, three football games, everybody. Tons of soldiers with amazing cars. I've seen Maybox. This is when, like, oh, the spinning rims Maybach. were out. Like, everything. They were rich? Uh, yes. No, they were not, rich. They were no, paying $1,000 for that car, but that's all they had. No, no, I'm saying they don't have to pay for it. They don't pay for their housing because they live on base. 
they don't pay like they're they don't pay for health insurance they don't pay for a lot of stuff so it's like they just pocket a lot of money and so what they do they car do with nice cars Nah, man, I you already had the big head, and you know, I got to compete with a, a full on a, adult, bro. Go talk to other girls. There's women in the army your age. Nope, your parents should have bought you some shit. They weren't paying no bills and no shit. They ain't had no excuse. You should have had a whip, goddammit. You need to take that up with them. Other than that, hey, you can't hate on that. You see on these niggas. Can't I can't hate on them. That's all I have, CP. All I have is hating on them. I can't compete. I all I can hate on a dude. I pull up with the bike, like, what's up, girl? Here he comes. I'm like, all right, man, go ahead. Shoot. You're a nice wife. With a, and you got a big ass head. You never know how that's going to turn out for somebody. You know what I'm saying? You ain't no ugly nigga. You call me ugly. You ain't ugly, but you got a lot of face to look at. That's a, somebody got to step back. Somebody got to step back. Let me see how this nigga look for real. Because I'm all up on here. Let me see how this nigga look for real. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you, CP, you hit me with one joke that I don't feel like enough people laughed at. You said, Kev, you ain't even balding. Your head is just too much of Harrison. Man, we got to be over there, too? Bro, <laughs> I just rewatched that last week, and I was like, bro, that's one of the most creative things ever. I have, if I had a regular head, I'd have a full hairline. It's just yeah, so yeah, much yeah. head that my hair was like, listen, man, we ain't, I'm not working overtime. Y'all said I got the fire. Your head got state line. Like, we, hey, we, we, hey, we don't cross no way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's Tennessee, man. Wait, what's that? He got borders. <laughs> got little papers out. We are clearly right here. We, we, we got two acres. We, we don't know where to go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, that was Strawberry fun. jelly. Strawberry jelly. Oh, wow. I don't like grape jelly because it doesn't, like, what? it tastes like. Wait, 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 wait a second, Meg. One second. Kev, can you retract back and see how oh, we got today? <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, man. Okay, let me think about how we got to the Army base. To Okay, Kev's head is big. Okay, uh -huh. you, you called me ugly. You ain't ugly. That's a lot of face to look at. Okay, Army base. What was the thing that got us from jelly to the Army base? You are kind of ugly, but I'm just not mean. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh, I got the whole thing. Um, right. Army base was because uh, Meg was Korean and black in Kentucky picking strawberries. Strawberries came from the uh, strawberry jelly. That's what it was. Strawberries taste better in the, the artificial form. Yeah. We eat city strawberries. Oh, that's the one yeah, I forgot. Right. Good job. Dang, that was good work. I, how, um, I don't like grape jelly because it tastes purple. Like, that's the flavor. It's purple. What? Grape jelly? That's ridiculous. You want it's to purple had a flavor, it would taste like grape jelly. Grape jelly really doesn't even taste like grapes at all. It's that, like the applejack of fruit. The at least strawberry grape. tastes like the strawberry. The no, no, it doesn't. What? The artificial no. flavors are like way colder than the fruit. Like grape is out cold as a candy, as a high chew. I, I, I eat grape high chews all the time. As no, a, it's not even the best high chew. That's one of the most. Okay, no, I'm not even gonna. It's, it's I like the sour apples too. Sour apple don't taste like all the way sour apple. You know what it I'm saying? Like like, sour apple at all. Talking about strawberry. Listen, here go the thing. I love strawberry jelly, right? But grape jelly, grape jelly belongs on a peanut butter and jelly. Strawberry jelly belongs on the Ed McMuffin. I don't even eat grape peanut butter and jelly. Nope. I don't, I don't eat grape jelly at all. It doesn't spread the same. If you notice, like grape jelly is jelly. It's the jiggly kind. You gotta like mash it to kind of spread it but like strawberry because it does have some real fruit in it it's like jam so it spreads mm. a lot easier 
than grape jelly. Oh, hit the window. Also, like, um, <clears throat> nigga, shut up. <laughs> what are you doing to you? And these birds be out here talking mad shit. They that be was niggas? out for no reason. It's a tree outside my window, and it's just it so probably, loud. Oh, the kids said they having bird sex. They probably <laughs> chirping mad shit. It's it, man, it's just mad loud. They've been since quarantine. These birds be hella loud. They're like, what are y'all talking about? Man, my they birds outside my house be chirping at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, bro, it ain't even light yet. Shut up. Yeah, I've been noticing that too. That's only been since the since the quarantine that I've noticed these birds chirping at night. That's, that's kind of weird. I know. I was like, I need a BB gun to shoot it because look, y'all about to wake my baby at four a.m. That's not what's gonna happen. I saw a parrot the other day gun. on my balcony. A what? They me so mad. They see me filming. Parrot? A parrot. A wild parrot. They have them out here uh, in Glendale. And oh, you'd be surprised if you can like uh, tell what birds are. Like, there's wild, a group of wild parrots that fly around uh, this neighborhood too. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, green with that red head. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what, what it was. It's yeah, like random, like wild parrots in, in LA. And did y'all hear about what happened in the early '70s? A pet shop burned down. Parrots got out, and they never they they survived. I remember that. There's a there's a dude who lost his parrots in L.A. too. He had like a whole bunch of parrots that flew away, and I think those are the ones in this neighborhood. You know they had that shit playing like, "Hey, tomorrow we flying away." Fuck Gary. The visual of birds whispering to each other is hilarious. Listen, man, y'all get in here. It's out tomorrow at four thirty-eight. You're doing that little flutter thing. I heard the little song. The sky is the limit, and you know. Listen, we gotta just go. Fuck Gary, man. We can find our own food. Gary do sound like a nigga with parrots, though. Gary, <laughs> where's Perbert? Hey, let me tell you something, though. There is nothing more delicious than a hot, flaky, layered biscuit with grape jelly. Nothing, nothing in the world. That's why great? Why not? Why not a, that same flaky biscuit with strawberry jelly? That's, that's right. unnatural. Here's my thing. Hold on, man. Hold on. Make food sound sexually nasty like Rick Ross does. <laughs> you guys, you guys grew up on grape jelly. Nobody grew up on strawberry jelly. You grew up on grape jelly, and strawberry might have been a jam that you right. or something like that. But you grew up on grape, and somewhere along the line, y'all was like, grape ain't good enough. He ain't never done nothing for me. Y'all switched the strawberry. Y'all be hot. Y'all, 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 y'all different, bro. I never had grape jelly. What? What? Pat, you out here, bro. LA, is, LA has always been different. Hey, My kids ain't growing up on grape jelly neither. I, 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 I won't expose them to that. I didn't. Yeah, the jelly out here. You up in the country, you're more, you're more likely to eat um like a preserve, which has either like a strawberry preserve or like apricot or... Or like, orange marmalade, which is like the worst. A, yeah, because it's, yeah. It, it's like a jam that you can make. You can't really make grape jelly at home. Meg, Meg, CP is from Detroit. I'm from East St. Louis. Kev always was here. So who are you talking about if you grew up in the night? Always here. I'm talking, not, not in L.A., but I'm saying you always were domestic. Oh, in America. Yeah. Meg talking about like when you grew no, up. You're talking about the country, not not the American country. Right, not America. I'm talking, about, right, the, the America. I'm talking about in like the farm country land, southern country, country. Oh, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> like, what? <are> you... <laughs> the only grape that. jelly, the only grape jelly I've ever had was the little Smuckers that be in Dino oh. that you got uh, oh. to use. Yeah, I grew up on Welch's. I grew up on Welch's grape jelly, and it was fantastic. I love it. Now, hey, did y'all ever have? Oh, go ahead, Tiger. The um, Kendall and Farron, they don't like grape jelly. They don't even eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like, at all. 
And Farron from the hood hood. Like her daddy polished bullets before he shoot people. She from the hood hood and <laughs> she don't like grape jelly. Why would why do people do that? What? Polish bullets? Yeah. Make it a clean kill. <laughs> oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> nice. You were joking? Oh. I, I think you were joking about the clean kill. I was gonna, uh-huh. That would be weird if somebody was cleaning the bullets. That, that doesn't matter. Clean the gun, <laughs> never the bullet. You clean the bullet, you can still leave a print on it. You don't want to leave a print on it because if it's a, a automatic gun, like the shell pops off and that's yeah. the first thing that they'll You got to wipe them bullets off as you put them in. You, you can't even put them on with gloves. I mean, yeah, how did you we know, we know, we know it with gloves on? I got it like exp- don't it, it like explode? It ejects. No, it ejects. Oh, the shell casing yeah, houses the, the, the round and the uh, the, the uh, gunpowder, so it's like a mini explosion. But the shell casing ejects out of the uh, the gun once you fire it, so the next shell can come up. So if you clean bullets or you load it without putting gloves on, then your fingerprint, most likely your thumbprint, is on there. So and what are the fragments that they find? Like they they say a bullet fragment was in the wall. No, no, no. They find in the fragment. Here go the thing though. Here go the other thing. Your gun makes a special mark on every casing as well, and that's how they register it to you. That's gun. ballistics. That's the ballistics. So yeah. like there's a there's a it's a it's a way that your gun shoots almost like a fingerprint. What it does is that nothing, no other, and that's how they know what gun stuff is coming from. What? How do they know that? Dog. So imagine like so like um. They, they they have to find the casing, not just the bullet. So the bullet go in, they can't pull that out and know, they, they can know what kind of gun it was. That's the ballistics of it. But they can't know like what specific gun that came from. But when they get that shell casing, the shell casing gets punched by a little pin. On the tip of that pin, it's like very small. I think it's like serial numbers or whatever. They won't tell us exactly what it is. Because no, no. See, Pete, the, the, um, what you're talking about, the, all right, so the pin hits the back, the back of the casing. Right, that makes explosion. The bullet comes out. The casing gets ejected. What they look at on the grooves is actually on the bullet because the bullet travels through the, um, the barrel. The barrel. The barrel is what makes that unique marking on it. So that's actually what they do look at. They look at the bullet because, like, as soon as you fire, like if you go to the round, you uh, the range when you fire, the, the the casing pops out. It never goes through the barrel. Only the bullet travels through the barrel. That's what has the special grooves on it. That's what makes each gun mm-hmm. unique, and that's what they. Looks and then so, okay, when, they, so. They, when they find the gun, they have this um, this test site and they fire fire more test shots and then they check the ballistics on the bullet that they fired against what was in the person or what was in the wall or what they found on the street and then they find those grooves and that's how they match it up. But the if casing you, still if, can have your fingerprint on it, and if they get a five point mark on your fingerprints, then they can attach you to that to that crime. Which one of us has killed somebody? <laughs> This is that St. Louis and Detroit one-on-one. Well, here's what I think I understand. And I, I know we don't want to stay on this topic, but here's what I understand, CP and Tahir. If the gun is made in the gun factory and the, all the stuff is machine-made, the barrels, they're not made the exact same. How are you creating a different uh, pattern if it's, you know, made in a factory? Yeah, that cool. pattern is attached to the serial number of that gun, and that's how that's tracked. So, like, I know that when I was in Detroit and I had pistols, I would have to go register them. So I'd go downtown. And to the place where you register because they got like a little, a little uh, like a box that that they shoot your uh, your gun into. What? 
yeah, and then, and then they have a record. They have a record of you registered. Like I got like the paperwork. Like it's oh, like, so they do it on purpose, yeah. so it can be traced. So then now, right? So because that's like that's that's the legal way to own a gun is to have your. It's like putting your fingerprints on file. Got it. Okay. So when they find that bullet, they don't have to get the gun. They go to the record to see if it's gonna match any of the the ones got on it. the file. And if it does, then they come in and get the owner of that gun. You know, ah, has that gun okay. been reported stolen? Like, it, you know, that's how that goes. Thank you very much. Obviously, I don't have much experience with guns. I didn't know any of this. I don't want you around. One no of us has pistol with somebody. Like that. Somebody fuck around and shoot you. Like, what this? Somebody camp got shot? And you'd be like, man, this shot, they shot that bullet four weeks ago. It just found his way to my head. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Registering guns, uh, bullet casings, Farron comes from a place where they, uh, her dad polishes bullets uh, because she didn't grow up on strawberry jelly. She doesn't like grape jelly. Doesn't like grape jelly. Mm -hmm. Strawberry. Okay, boom. She's from the hood. Yeah, she's from the and hood. Did y'all used to eat Goober grape or Goober strawberry, the, the peanut butter with peanut butter and jelly in the one? Uh, in yeah, the one. It, 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 it pissed me off. You talking about something yeah. that's hard to spread. Oh my gosh, bro! You couldn't get that bread. peanut butter to go on the bread for nothing. That was a bad bread. idea to do that. Open the bread you bag. You start spreading, and that bread be like. <laughs> that was probably the best idea executed. The worst of my childhood. I saw that. I was like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. This is perfect. What's bro, that first time the bread was like, it's too hard. I can't. We can't stick together. Please. <laughs> What's more essential though, the peanut butter or the jelly? Like when I make a PB and J, which I'm about to go make in a minute, this we've been talking about it. Low right? key, I want one too. Like I had one earlier. I need like 80 percent peanut butter, 20 percent jelly. Oh, no, man. Color of the bread, then it's like you are the reason why the goober idea worked. If you are like me, which is like you need, I probably do like 40 percent peanut butter, 60 percent mm -hmm. jelly. I might do 30. That's what yes. it means. But I like I like chunky peanut butter though, so I, I feel like that's a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe 35, 65. But like too much jelly be I don't be liking a lot of jelly because it, it be too much. I don't like the yeah. I don't like the jelly spilling out everywhere. Too much jelly it soaks the bread. You get a little You too much jelly soaks the bread and your hands get all sticky. Like oh, yeah. I don't know how to make peanut butter and jelly you're supposed to put just a thin amount of peanut butter on both breads and you put the jelly in the middle so that it doesn't sog up your bread what you talking that's what? the most asian thing you've ever seen your bread will never be soggy from or there will never be too oh, wait. much jelly wait you said you put the butter on both and then you put the jelly yeah, on put just a, little, a thin I amount instead of putting it all on the one bread put a thick Spit that in half and spread it on both breads and then put the jelly on top of that on both sides because then you won't make your bread all soggy. See, listen, I can't trust myself to I would I would that, that's like asking the crackhead. Like you go in there and fix you a rock. Make it be make it be reliable. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, what? That nigga gonna smoke the whole buffet. Listen, if I get peanut butter on both sides, that shit gonna look like a burger when I get done with that shit. <laughs> Oh. I like peanut butter too much. I, I agree. Sometimes I do 100% peanut butter and no jelly. And I'm just like, well, this is oh, I can't. Yes. Yo, when I was a kid, my dad used to say, when I say I'm hungry, he'd be like, go in there and make a triple decker peanut butter sandwich, no jelly. I'd be like, I ain't even hungry no more. That's that is not <laughs> you the answer, will, you will man. Die. You will die. You will die, to bro. 
And that was that government peanut butter that you had to yeah, warm up yeah. first, bro. You can't, you don't stand a chance. He's trying to choke me to death with no, yeah. with no uh, prime. You got to put that on the stove first and then turn the eye on, Boil it up a little bit, and then steer it up just so you can be able to spread it. He tried to say stir, but he said steer. Steer is what to do with a car. He was really close. He's actually gone almost an hour without any mistake. This oh, no. I was waiting for it. Here, I was like, yo, you might make it out of here alive, bro. You are, you were so close, bro. There was, a, there was a couple fumbles. I was waiting for the announcement. You didn't catch it, though. Uh, I'm, I'm going to edit that shit out. <laughs> Steer it up. This is going to be a flawless victory for your boy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I wanted to say this earlier when we were talking about fruits that are the least like their um their artificial dragon fruit is the worst actual fruit to oh the sweet God. version. The dragon fruit mango uh Welch's juice is premium juice. I had a dragon fruit um at some restaurant uh, that bre breakfast place in North Hollywood eat I think it's called. Bro, dragon fruit ain't sweet at all. It's even worse than a strawberry, bro. It um, was the worst. I felt lied to you. didn't have a ripe one. It ain't as sweet as the juice, but it, it is ripe. Like, dragons only shit them out in the spring. And if you don't get it right then, <laughs> you tell you get one in mid-August, that's not a, that's a, oh, they, that's dragon, please. In my mind, that's what dragon fruit is now. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's dragon, dragon shit. Dragon All right, bringing it back in. So what do we got? Jelly or uh, a, a grape? What hey, I got to ask you this. Do y'all put y'all's uh, peanut butter or your jelly in the fridge? I put the jelly in the fridge. Mm. Jelly in the butter. fridge, peanut butter in the cabinet. Yeah, peanut butter in the cabinet. I think jelly says refrigerate after opening. Yeah. And so does peanut butter. No, it doesn't. No. Well, no I, I get the natural kind of does. Oh, shut up, Meg. Nobody cares. That was just I, such I a weird flex. Hold on. Was, I, go look. I think that all was of them an out of the way flex for no reason. No. You guys put your go peanut look. butter. No, go get your little regular government peanut butter. And, and go I look. actually make the peanut butter. You can actually pour the almonds in. I actually use almond butter. I don't really use peanuts because they have too many carbs. I, and, and almonds yeah. have healing properties. And what does it say, Pat? What does it say? That was the all natural one, too. I saw the brown top. Yeah, that's the one I got. That Jiffy. Still Jiff, yeah. though. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is still Jiff. That ain't you don't even oh. get Jiff or Skippy, Meg? Um, no, because their natural has sugar in it. So? Yeah. Shit. So Why what do you get, like Trader Joe's or, or Whole Foods or something, for real? No, I, I'll get them. I'll just get the natural kind. You know that it separates. You'll see the um the oil. Uh, the oil yeah. the you got it. That's the natural one. You got to mix it up. And then you put it in the fridge to freeze it. I mean, to get it a little colder so that the oil don't separate. Gotcha. You might as well start a peanut farm if you want to yeah. eat that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you don't say that, though. They yeah. don't say what? Refrigerate. Yeah, because that ain't the right one. Yeah. This is the one that just can last you forever, I guess. That's just Jif trying to appear healthy. They're like, bro, this right. ain't nothing it but the other stuff. There's sugar in there. Look at the ingredients. Is that sugar still, Pat? Sugar? And Absolutely it is. There's sugar and ketchup, and if you don't have it in there, it don't it doesn't taste good at all. It just tastes like tomato. Just total <laughs> sugars, four grams. Four grams ain't bad. Think about it. I can smoke that in the weekend. Wait, is that is that is that wow, but they 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 uh put it down to a serving size is only two tea tablespoons and there's thirty-four servings in here. Why would you <laughs> have have that as a serving? Bruh, no. Nah, we eat, eating peanut butter out of the out of the jar. I do. Like I when do. I need a quick I'm snack and I don't feel like fixing them, we ain't got no chips or something. I'll eat two spoonfuls of peanut butter. That yeah. is gross yeah, to me. Nobody else has access to that peanut butter, do they? This is my personal peanut butter cookies. 
is the best cookies. Mm. I don't like CP. They really bring the peanut butter yeah. up such they a knot. Bro, I mean, they really be killing. No. Like nutter butters? You don't like nutter butters here? And then peanut butter turned into the Beyonce of this whole snack thing. Oh, peanut butter didn't been in many, many multi-platinum things. Reese's, Reese's Pieces, Reese's uh, cereal. Oh, they got their whole cereal. Like, like for real, peanut butter got a dog-ass crib on a mountain. Come out every morning, there's some sunglasses on. Badass <laughs> bit of peanut butter waking up with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, peanut That's butter hilarious. A celebrity. You understand? When the cookies came out, the cookies went platinum the first week. I never, because cause, cause, cause look, they had the slaves making them. White people were like, God, hey, what? I go, what? Wait a minute. These, these, you know what I'm saying? Because George Washington Carver had to, trust me, bro, peanut butter, peanut butter is the most important thing in your cupboard. CP might be a creative genius. Outside of being funny, his uh, mind. No, 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 there's no mind. <laughs> Peanut butter uh, having a mansion is hilarious. <laughs> Peanut butter absolutely has a mansion. He been having hit records yeah. since doggone doo-wop. He been out here. Peanut butter ain't never had a bad summer. Ever. But I don't even. I don't butter. even picture Peanut a jar. I just picture like loose peanut butter walking around, rich. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Mr. Plant. Mr. Planner has the glass, the monocle, the top hat. That ain't a broke. You ain't never seen a broke person with a monocle on. There's only rich people who has monocle. I mean, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Look, I feel like peanut butter is like 50 cent damn near. Like, when like, everybody's kind of scared of peanut butter in like the celebrity world of condiments, you know what I'm saying? Bro. Pull up, hey, tell him, tell him peanut butter outside for I choke you. Listen to the monocles. Mr. Planter, the Monopoly guy, the mm. DuckTales grandfather, they all had the monocle. They were hey. all rich. Everybody with the monocle is super rich. Wait, Mono uh, the Monopoly man was part of the whole, um, that whole thing. What was it called? The um, Mandela effect? He never had a monocle, but hell of people remember him having a monocle. What? Yeah, that was one of the Mandela effect things. I don't remember him having a monocle. I always, my only Does he memory. Does have a top hat? Yo, can I tell y'all a dope ass, uh, okay, wait, first of all. No, to Pat, I'm looking at him with the monocle. With the Monopoly man? Yes. No, he never had one. I'm going to text you this picture, bro. He Hold on. Before hey, you do that. Oh, jelly, guys. Oh, no. This is an article about him not having a monocle. <laughs> ah! Okay, I'm going with Strawberry up in this piece. I didn't know his name was Unc Rich Uncle Pennybags. I okay, bring nothing. it back. Pat, what you going uh, with? Strawberry or great? Strawberry. Ugh. CP? Man, look, I really, really love grape jelly. I like grape jelly a lot. Don't you bail on me. Don't this you is, bail on me, motherfucker. This is like, come on, man. Strawberry Don't you do preserves. It. It'd be real strawberries in you it. You get a cross of bread, a cross of croissant. But it's like grape jelly is like your grandma. And I know as, oh. at, at, at some point, niggas' grandmas be looking like James Brown at church. And you know it. And everybody <laughs> knows it. But you, you just got to love her anyway. Yes, I know. I know my grandma is got a weird face because it's old face with the jet black wig make her look like she about to get on the good foot. But I love her. Fuck it, I'm going with grape jelly. That's my dog. Yo, you know what's funny about that CP? My great grandma, I love her to death. She, she had like a five o'clock shadow for the last fifteen years of her life. We were like, Grandma, you can't be bringing us in for the hug <laughs> with the shadow. You are prickly. You got to do something about the beard. 
You look like Idris Elba. What are you? Give your uncle grandma a hug. And old women with a thick mustache don't they'll kill you. They don't give a fuck. Well, Pat, it wasn't just the mustache. She had the beard too. Oh she looked God. like she was the older women be growing it. My Bro, grandma prickly city. Every oh, this fucking Brillo pad. We were like, Grandma Jack, you gotta do something about the beard. We <laughs> people have been talking about it. The kids are scared to give you a hug. They say your face is dark. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell her tiebreaker. No, we didn't tell her, Pat. We're terrified of her. <laughs> Uh, strawberry jelly boy, you know what it is. You know what TF going on? Big straw everywhere. All right. Well, it looks like the strawberries have it on that one, man. We're going to get on to this last and final topic. Last but not least, domestic vacays versus international vacays. Well, mm. Meg, you've been all around the world as Carmen Nigiego. Tell us what you appreciate. <laughs> Nigiego? Wow. Uh, you but it worked somehow. <laughs> I just threw it out there. Wait, before I even say that, have, has everybody been out the country before here? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, there's a big difference. I feel like when you're in the U.S., it's like, A, it's probably a little bit cheaper. So you go, you're more broke friends. Your friends who don't have, um, they don't, they don't have their stuff together because they don't have uh, passports, so you gotta like go to Miami or you know somewhere part. close. That's a big point, though. You're elitist, man. No, I'm saying no. <laughs> you, Kevin, you're fat, so no beaches. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, CP. I don't care if I pay my money. You gonna see this body, and you just gonna have to deal with it. It ain't a private beach. This is what I look like. I'm not gonna hide nothing. And at the new beaches, it be the most bad body people. So no, when we were in Spain. People were nude. That should not. It's just old people like, yo, fam, yeah. I get it. But no, yeah. not you. Nobody a lot, of, a lot of out of shape old men with thongs on. And we was just Bruh. like, no, y'all just out here. And they try to they try to pull that card like, oh, you're not comfortable? No. <laughs> I'm not. This is horrifying. Not comfortable at all. You disgust me. Man, I'm gonna have one of them frog asses. You know how she had a long ass legs with a little ass like this, and then your back just big. Like a diamond blade. Oh man! How do you get like that? Like back balls. That shows that fat is an asshole because it just be going to the wrong places on some people. Yes. Yo, you oh, know what? Fat. Somebody brought up a good point. We like fat if it is in the right places. If a woman has fat in her butt, in her thighs, in her breast, we like it. If it's stomach and arms, we don't like it. We like you to be well, fat. I don't have no problem with the whole, what they, the lipo BBL where they suck the fat out and they put a different part. Look. Listen, you, I was already, you were already fat. Yeah, you, I'm gonna keep it. You don't want your foot jiggling like titty meat. You don't want nothing to fall down your thigh into your leg. And now your foot just like, boo. And you're like, damn, that foot juicing <laughs> in a bit. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, what if like how did that thought go in your mind, bro? Like, that's what I'm very curious about. <laughs> how did that thought go so clearly in your hey, mind? Let me tell you how. Immediately, because I'm, I'm gonna backtrack on like how y'all did. So, Meg said that she's cool with the surgery where people get their fat transferred, right? Well, that mm -hmm. means that you pulling fat off the meat, off the bone, trying to put it somewhere else, I don't imagine it being able to stick to the bone. And it could literally fall down your leg, or you're trying to make your thighs or your ass, it could fall down your ass, 
into your leg like you got some jeans on. And I can imagine that titty meat resting in the top of your foot. Now you got a big ass baby loaf of bread foot walking around. You got, <laughs> you got to explain it to everybody why you got a blueberry muffin loaf on your feet coming out the top of your pumps and shit. Like you got to explain that to everybody. Why your loaf. Y'all ever had like a whole You got pretty meat on your foot. <laughs> that breakdown was so much better than the original joke. Right. Oh my gosh. We didn't even get, we weren't even privy to how, you know how funny things are in CP's head? He's only saying the word version of it. He's already visualized the funniest version that we don't even get to see. And now, since you got so much pride, now you on Shark Tank trying to convince other women that it's a good idea. So my, new, my new surgery called Shoe Booty. And what it is, it is. <laughs> you see your mask is comfortable. Try this out where your foot all the time is on a bubble of titty meat. And you talk about Air Max. I'm sorry. You're gonna be having women twerking with their feet like ah oh, make it clap. <laughs> Sending feet videos instead of pics. <laughs> my only feet all the day. It's demon time on, on my only feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Only feet. Only about international vacation, man. International vacations are great if English is the first language or one of the prominent. Get him. Get him, Kev. I agree. No. Oh, everybody was waiting for it. Come on, Kev. You got to be faster than that. Let me tell you what. You will find me. I'm, I'm international light. I want to take the cruise. I want to oh, stay. don't get it. I want to be the. You still don't get it. He fumbled. It was such an easy fumble. Oh, my You didn't get You were like, no, I agree with him. Too late. Guys, anybody can do it. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. So I like like traveling to countries where English is uh, the first language or at least the second language, or I'm traveling with somebody that can speak the native language because it's so much easier there uh, when you do that. Because, like, people are like, just use Google Translate. Now you're walking around. Like say it again into my phone and trying to figure out what they say. You got to say it into your phone. Like say this to her. It's too much, man. So unless you got somebody that speaks the language there, like where were we at when we had Sabrina, uh, Barcelona? We had Sabrina and Josh with us in Barcelona, and that that made it. No, Tammy. Sabrina didn't come. My brother's wife. I'm sorry, Tammy and uh, but Josh was with us in Barcelona too. Josh was like helping out with that and made it look easier. But like. Other than that, man, like, cause everybody didn't speak English in Barcelona, so it was a little difficult to like navigate through. So that's the only thing. No, I feel like that's a real American thing to do to say. Like, I want to go to your country, but only if you speak the language that I'm used to. Like, bro, we be mad at people for not, for, for not speaking English in America and not in their country too. Like, nah, bro, this is Japan. This is Japanese. But no, nah, let's speak English too, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want them to get mad at me, so I'd rather have somebody with me that can actually speak the language, so they won't get mad. They're like, oh, stupid Americans! Like in Paris, I don't never have to go back to Paris again, man. I, I do not like it. They, I yeah. they are very, very, very racist, and it ain't just racist toward black people. They are racist toward anybody that's not a full blood Parisian. Like they don't like you at all. Like I mean, you say Parisian, but you can't say stir. <laughs> Or aisle. <laughs> Parisian is such a much more difficult word than stir. I also did not know that they were called Parisians. Yeah, Parisian <laughs> is the one of the best nicknames for people. And L.A. has the worst. Angelinos sucks. as an official? A, oh, yes. Angelinos this, Angelinos that. That sounds like, I hate it. I just hate Angelinos. 
What are people from Detroit called, CP? Survivors. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say it like that, but I like uh, to hear. I mean, I mean uh, thank you to hear. I, I like how Kevin and Meg is laughing. Y'all grew up on the fucking Arabs from uh, The Walking Dead. Talk about people at the gates with a couple of K's, and then Rick would come out there with Carl, and then I mean, it was very normal for us. You know, and it, so anyway, uh, people think that they're ready to even meet aliens until they come down and we like, what do you say? What? And they're like, we like, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit, this dumbass alien. Listen, man. <laughs> I don't know what that connected to. If you had to backtrack to that statement right there, I would be like, I quit. I don't know what. All right. I should have just let you and Kev go looking like a Murphy Lee in GLC versus battle. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, listen. Um, I choose domestic vacations because. I like the language that I can speak, knowing that it's across the board. I like the fact that when I see something, the money that it costs is the money that it costs. It ain't like translate to, you know, what's like you go to Mexico and they'd be like, uh, uh, to milk be like 2,000 pesos. Like, why y'all incrementing y'all shit like that? Why, why would y'all, why would y'all do that? Like, that, that sounds like, that's, that, that hit me like a fucking, like a car note or some shit. Let me talk about $2,000 for, uh, for, it's like, cause y'all have the, we got the dollar, y'all got the peso. You mean to tell me that y'all took it down to y'all penny and start calling that <laughs> what y'all want to call shit? Like, I think, I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. And I think that I like to stay right here where I can go to Miami or go to Seattle or some shit like that or go see the mountains. We got shit here. You can go to Alaska. You can go to Hawaii. We got Puerto Rico. Fuck everywhere else. And, and my I think that is one thing about, about the U.S. is that because fuck everywhere. Uh, we, we, Not like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know. Go ahead, Meg. Now I was saying, like, that is the one good thing about staying in the U.S. is that there is every type of vacation here in this one country. You know what I mean? Just because we've colonized and taken over lands that we shouldn't have taken over. Um, so we reap those benefits. But I will say, some of the, <laughs> I've been on a lot of vacations, and I will tell you, the best ones I've had have been overseas, okay? Mm-hmm. Over the sea. And it's because there's a whole different experience that you don't get in the U.S. Like, I went to Abu Dhabi. I went to Dubai. It was like, I wanted to move there. I was like, yo, this is amazing. People live like this. I heard that they didn't let women jiggle over there. You better keep it tight over there. You can't even. <laughs> Did you get flown out to Dubai? Dubai is where Instagram models be going. Like, it's big. I, mean, I, fl- I flew myself out because we got a glitch fare for $187 round trip from JFK. So, <laughs> we flew ourselves really? out. Yes. $187 amazing. to Dubai? <laughs> $187 round trip from New York. Oh, you got to take she it. Tell you that she also had to be the stewardess on the flight. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. no relaxing. These people need cheeses and water, goddamn. <laughs> they came to her while she's sitting there. They see the, uh, go ass up and get these people. <laughs> Well, that wasn't a glitch fare. That was for the flight attendants. That was their flare. Like, nah, you go, you gotta sit, you gotta sit in the feet, the seat facing the people. <laughs> she had six months of training for that discount. <laughs> she had to go to school and everything. <laughs> you may not board if you pay 185. You get on there, they like, so this ain't your seatbelts. <laughs> First thing they do is hand you a uniform. Yeah, go in the bathroom and put that on. And you work in the bathroom. Y'all want to fly this bitch. <laughs> That's a good ass price though. I would I definitely would have I would have did that too. 
No, that's what I'm saying. So, and it, like, it was a glitch fair that happened one Christmas morning. My homegirl called me. She was like, "We going on this day. I don't know what you got planned, but you, th- go get your ticket." And we did that. And we, it was probably the best trip of my life. It was just three girls, three brown girls, three black girls that just went from the U.S. over to Abu Dhabi. We spent stay there for a day. We did Dubai for like two or three days, and like, I mean, just the experiences. They have stuff over there we don't have. They do things that we don't do, and so it was just interesting to see a different perspective. And to experience what life is like in a whole different country. Like, I have never in my life set my purse down and walked away from it and felt comfortable. But in that country, because they, they don't play when it comes to stealing, like, they will literally cut your hand off. So, they, it ain't no stealing over there. <laughs> like, people was leaving purses left and right. I was like, That's what? happening now? Yes, in, in um, Dubai. Yo, in, 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 in Dubai or Egypt, maybe, or United Arab Emirates, if you are in debt, you go to prison. Yeah. They don't play that. I saw an article about this white lady. They moved over there. Her husband went in debt, and they put him in prison. She was stuck over there. She didn't have enough money to fly, and they, they, they banned her visa, so she was just stuck. It was crazy. Damn. What? You know how people would be in prison if we had to go to prison for debt in America? Everybody be in debt. Every, every graduating college student would be in prison. Right straight, now. congratulations, straight to prison. Hey, well, right. prison would be fun in the motherfucker. Oh, we all in this bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought about man. hell, but I was like, man, it's going to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? That like, would be a scary concept if it was like, yo, it's super cold there. People would be like, well, you know, I don't, I don't mind being cold. Hot, that was cool. Hot. But if hell was like, yo, it's going to be real cold, like the iciest ice, it's going to be so cold, you'd be like, we huddle together. We'll be okay. But too hot. You're like, bro, I can't do it too hot, man. Fire, fire is hot. It's a whole thing. I'm going to love Imagine hell this whole time. You think, like, there's fire everywhere. But imagine it was just a really stuffy apartment. That's what everybody was talking about in the Bible. It's just like, <laughs> you get there, it's like, and you can't get out. You're like, no. <laughs> no, what hell is Florida in the summer. That doggone humidity in Florida. I'm like, bro, I can't breathe. It's hot outside. It's thick. <laughs> I hate it. What if it's a what if it's a studio apartment with no windows and no nothing but stools? So you got nothing to rest your back on. <laughs> and the only thing on TV is like <laughs> Is like that old dude painting? What's his name? Like he came on PBS. All he did was drop do painting. Bob Ross. What if they had a live feed to heaven and everybody's enjoying themselves and you just gotta yeah. watch everybody? <laughs> Oh, that's that's torture. Okay, wait, wait. You know how I envision hell, right? Because you know, like, you go to Vegas after three days, you want to go home, right? So <laughs> imagine if, like, you get there and the devil is like, "Welcome," right? That's how he is. Like, he's he's like a little gay dude. And so he's like <laughs> taking you around and partying, and y'all party three days straight. And, and, and like halfway into the second day, you realize, damn, I ain't had no water. He's like water, <laughs> and there ain't no water. So now, the, after the third day, he about to drop you off at home. He drop you off at home. You walk into your apartment. You fall on the floor tired. The phone rang. He's like, get dressed, bitch. We're going back out. And then that's your whole existence. Listen. <laughs> Forever. CP, this is how crazy minds work. I do this joke on stage saying that hell is like a club, and they keep playing your favorite song, but you don't realize it. So every time they start it over, you start dancing again, right, going hard. Then you be like, damn, I'm getting thirsty. And you see the chick walk by, but you can never get her attention to get you a glass of water. And you just uh, dancing and hot for the rest of your life to your favorite song. You don't I don't know. like your dancing. I like uh, dancing. That, that, that was chicken. Stop dancing and go tap the bit. You over here like 
You can't. That's your song. This is to hear. Hell is having to do the chicken head forever. That's what you're telling me. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine getting there? You see your ancestors like, nigga, it's been 5,000 years. <laughs> this, is, this is what it is. This is hell. Because the chicken head only goes to certain songs. You're, yeah. you're going to look dumb doing it to different music. You can't every, do that every to Lachie Tappy. Every generation. So that's people in there that's doing a twist. They've been doing a twist for 200 years. This is all they've been doing. But look, look. <laughs> what if the dancing don't start till you start? So they're trying to win. Don't you do this, boy. Don't you do it. If everybody gigging real good, you like, I just, nah, don't you start. They just like, she here, please. You like, I, I, I can't help it. That's how you know. You just looped in. Like, if you, if oh, man. You know what would be. Listen, if the wobble, if you had to eternally do the wobble, because after a while, the wobble's like, all right, bro, I, I, I'm tired of doing this. And it's way before the song ends. Like, yeah. the, the beginning of the wobble is like, hey, yeah, wobble. But after two minutes, you're like, I don't want wobble no more. But you got to do that for the rest of your life? That or the electric slide. Like, uh, every, every, every seven minutes, you hear it. Bum, 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 bum. Whoa, and you have to do it. Oh man. man! What if you do stuff to death in hell and then wake oh. up every time? Like you literally die. You, you like right? Get your ass up! Whoa! <laughs> Yo, when I went to Essence Fest, they made me almost hate that song. That everybody was playing that on the airplane flight into the whoa. <laughs> Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere I woke up, I was like, "Yeah, Frankie Beverly is the song." The own movie in their head. That was their soundtrack as the wheels hit the hit the whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to have a good time, ladies? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, and then you go to places you don't expect. Like, welcome to McDonald's. What can I get you? Uh, can I get number five? Sure. Whoa. whoa. No. <laughs> That's one of number five. <laughs> uh, you go to the bathroom, right? And you go to the urinal, and you look over, and Frank and Beverly at the urinal. And he look at you, and it's just very quiet. And you like, don't you do it. And he like, oh, <laughs> You don't even wash your hands. You just run the fuck out of there. Like, ah! All right, Pat, let's get your take on the international versus uh, domestic. <laughs> Uh, for me, I feel like international vacations are always a better experience, but everything that comes with that just makes it a, it's just more of a hassle. Like between the flight being longer and more expensive, like you said, the language barriers, getting lost out there is very different than getting lost out here. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just stressful being in a completely new place, even though the experience is better. Whereas like Meg said, you can pretty much do anything in America and it's still like cheaper. It's not, I hate long flights. So I'm gonna say domestic. Yeah. I will say that, you know what? Even though we were in Amsterdam, we were in Amsterdam for like what, four days, Cal? Yeah. Amsterdam for some reason was super chill. Like I didn't get that same angst that I, that I got in other places like Barcelona. And you were like, probably high. Everybody was oh. high. Well, you know what? You know what? I will say this. It's because right. Everyone's on. Everybody speaks English, too, in Amsterdam. They still speak English. So maybe that was mm -hmm. what released some of that anxiety. Because, like, I didn't like... I, Amsterdam was super chill, bro. It was super duper chill. I really enjoyed myself there. More than I have in, like, other countries. So... What about you, Kev? 
I I like international more. I kind of like the the like I, I like traveling and tasting food that's native to that place and and how much different America does to that. Like sushi in Japan versus sushi in America. I was like, bro, we don't we we ain't need nowhere near what they be making. Like the Americanized version of stuff. They don't even be having the sushi on the menus, you know, stuff that we have. Yeah. Um in Spain, bro, sangria in Spain was like, bro, it just don't, it's just like they're the best at certain things. And, you know, just tasting that stuff that they're like, they're really good at is great. Um, even in London, uh, the like seeing somebody drive on the opposite side of the road, that was crazy. Seeing how also how old the rest of the world is in comparison to America. Like you go to Europe and Italy, like not only are the people old, but the buildings, when you go on like tours, this stuff is like these kings in France. Like we went to the we went to the Palace of Versailles when we went to Paris. Bro, that junk is America's history is really young compared to to Europe's history. So I like to see old buildings and architecture and museums and and the food. The language barrier is there, especially in Japan. Like when you get lost, you get a taxi a taxi driver that doesn't speak English at all. It's like a little bit like, dang, bro, I don't. Are you taking me to the right place? You feel kind of stupid, like. Tokyo, Marriott, Tokyo. You know, I feel stupid saying stuff like that. But then they had like freaking anime uh, buildings that were all anime that we went to. And we went to the Gundam Cafe and stuff. Like it was some dope stuff. Like the ramen factory. We, we went to the Cup of Noodles uh, factory in, <laughs> in Japan. That was one of the best things we did. We made our own Cup of Noodles. We never ate it though. Um, Why not? I don't know. It was just kind of, I, I, it was just like, beef that's like you just have it as a souvenir. It was more like a souvenir. And then when we moved, Melissa just threw it away. So I definitely will say um, international uh, for me, because I still want to go to Australia and um, you want to go to Australia. Oh yeah. I want to go to Australia, Vietnam, Thailand, uh, Singapore. Those are the places on my list. Um, Cause like having tea and having afternoon tea in London, I was like, bro, I see why y'all think y'all better than everybody. You guys just do this at two o'clock for like three hours. And you, there's no way you don't think you're, you're better than everybody in the world. You got tiny sandwiches and little chocolate pastry. Everybody in the whole and, and you know what? I Also, I, when I was in the Middle East, hookah over there is a totally different experience. They do hookah everywhere, okay? Every restaurant got some hookah. And the shisha they use, I swear to you, will get you high for like, Three minutes increment. Hey, you was out there high in Dubai? I for three minutes. I surely was. Have y'all anybody ever been to any countries in Africa? That's where I gotta go. I haven't been. I'd be feeling bad about that too. Like we could go. Somebody was like, Kev, you took your family to Europe before you went to the motherland. And I was just like, Is that a complaint? Oh yeah. I got that a couple of times. I that think, you know why? I think dumb. as Americans, we have a very negative view of what Africa looks like and how it is. But it's not what we have been conditioned to think. Like, it's not all, like, village people, bush. Like, it's, there are some ridiculously beautiful spots in Africa. So it is, it's on my bucket list, especially uh, South Africa and Nigeria. Yeah, I wanted to go to Nigeria, and, and I hit up one of my, my homegirls who travels the world. And I was like, yo, I want to bring my family to Nigeria. You know, I feel like I've never, you know, or Kenya. And my homegirl was like, oh, no, don't bring the kids here. And I was like, what? She was like, it ain't safe. You could get robbed. And I was like, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could definitely get robbed in Europe. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't the reason we didn't go. Africa uh, or Nigeria 
it's a it's about twenty six hour flight. That's a long that's a long time for for kids. Damn. So, um, but I still want to go because I feel like I, I don't know. I just want to go. Even like Morocco and Egypt, uh, even other countries. You know, I want to I want to visit all types. So I definitely would say international for me. I I just kind of like to experience culture. However. New Orleans is one of my favorite places to vacation in the history of the world. I mean, New Orleans has food, flavor, accents, part. I mean, it is just Everything. so great. Like, it's such a great American city. It is low-key one of my favorite places to vacation in the world. Low-key feels like overseas, too, because of all the yes. French architecture. It's so great there, bro. Like, New Orleans is not like anything else. Like, in Japan, the Times Square... Uh, it's called the uh, Shibuya Crossing. It's just like Times Square, but it's like a hundred times bigger. But you get the same feel. There's nothing like New Orleans in the rest of anywhere, America. Anywhere in the world. Yep. yep. And, and some of the best chicken I ever had was that Manchu chicken in the hood in New Orleans. Amazing. New Orleans ever. Oh, you have to go. You ain't been? Never been, bro. Ah, oh, you gotta go, bro. We're going. God's trip. Right. New Orleans. All right, bet. Let's do it. We went to New Orleans and to here. <laughs> here, we was on Bourbon Street going to karaoke. And to here had some bad food. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna catch y'all, man." It's something didn't agree with me. I'm gonna be back to the hotel. <laughs> to here was like, "Good night." We're like, "It's 8:30." I said, "Good night." I'm going yeah. back. All I could think was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to any of these bathrooms in here. The bathrooms in the in the, in the French quarters, fam. They are disgusting." No, people are using the French Quarter like the street as Oh, in London, they had urinals outside. People were peeing out in urinals, like outside of a bar. You would have four urinals and dudes would just go in there and pee and then just walk Wait, there's away. like no covering? Like people no, just bag. like regular urinals out. And they didn't wash their hands? They had little, I mean, they had hand washing stations, but these people weren't washing their hands. It was insane, bro. Wow. I, I ain't never seen Let's bring it to a vote. That's the only way to do it. Kev? International for me. Meg? International, my boy. Pat? Domestic. CP? Domestic. Uh, International love? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Everything that Pat said he had about, aside from the language barriers, everything else I like about I like the long flights. I get to catch up on movies. Get to catch up on sleep, Who and I know flights? I'm about to have an adventure. I don't, I don't like the long flights. I, I don't mind. I don't mind the long flights as long as I got good movies on there. But uh, it also prepares me for like an adventure. Like I know I'm about to do this yeah. on this plane on this long flight. So I would have to go international as well. Kevin, how do you watch like long flights? Kevin, you don't like long flights, but y'all be laid out in the bed in the little cabins in the first class, yeah. super first class, VIP first class. That was the first time I ever got to do that when we went to Japan. It wasn't always like that. We how was, long was that flight? Uh, 11 hours. Or it's got to be. I mean, if you can lay down, it's a different – Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I have flexed a lot in my life, but flying first class international – you be like, oh, we're landing already? Huh, well, it was such a good time. Yeah. It made you an ice cream sundae in the aisle, bro. I ain't never even seen that, That's bro. crazy. What airline? Ice cream? That was uh, Delta. I flew Delta One. Me, my wife, and my kids flew Delta One. And Josh, too. I, he, I didn't put him in first class. I was like, bro, he ain't, ain't got like that. But I, <laughs> I had saved all my miles for two years of touring to go Delta One to Tokyo 
there and back. And when I tell you it was worth it, bro, they fed you steak, like hibachi style, a fresh smoothie. If you drink alcohol, all the alcohol you can drink, I mean, it's the bed. That's why they have that curtain there. Because if you if you were in like coach and you saw a nigga making a Sunday, I would be like, what? <laughs> Is that what's happening? I thought you guys just got extra drinks or something. Uh, well, <laughs> we ain't even eating the food you eating. We it was it was a different thing. That's the thing I'm the saddest about Corona. I was trying to take my kids to Australia this year. We was gonna go on a cruise. I don't think I'm gonna go on a cruise ever again. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shocked. I'm not shocked. Uh, scared away because when that cruise ship came out with Corona, they were stuck on there for like six weeks. They what? were walking one ship. Because they were quarantined the whole ship. Because when somebody was sick on a ship, the whole the whole ship could be sick. Everybody wanted to I'm die. Telling you, on a cruise after five days, don't nobody want to be on that ship. Okay? No, five, five days, days is the max. max. Five days is the max. And even on a five day cruise, you need two three days to like get back into your normal groove before yeah. you go to work. Like uh, it's weird, bro. It is. And that, oh, one thing about international that I will say is a humongous negative. Is, is fighting jet lag there and coming back home. Oh, like wow. waking up at two o'clock in the morning uh, when you get back or getting there and feeling exhausted and the sun's coming up. And you're like, bro, I can't stay up like that. Is, so we're in Amsterdam. You, we lost like a day and a half trying to get adjusted to the time. We all went and walked around at like three o'clock in the morning. And there, it's not like America. There was nothing to eat. We were starving. There's no room service. There's no restaurants open. There's nothing but drugs for sale, at least in Amsterdam. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was, but, it was but. a lot. Huh? And butt, butt. Oh, butt. <laughs> you, you can buy butt. You can't get a uh, pancake, but. but you can buy butt. <laughs> they in the glass window, they in the glass door, and they just like, mm. Bruh, that was a shocking thing. I was walking with my wife, and the woman didn't care. She was like, you, come here. I was like, me, I, this part, she's me. I cannot do. I must be with this one. I cannot they were trying. They were trying couples, too? Yeah, she was like, can I take both of you? Come on, bring them. I was like, how much? Not how, how much for other people? Come on, in the name of Jesus, you crazy? That's crazy for something that is so criminalized in America to right. be it was literally like a fried place but then the jewelry shore like it was like <laughs> it's not it, they be behind windows like behind mannequins window. like, hey, and, and they, they're behind the door and the door has a glass glass window on the door so they just stand there and it's just like once you hit the red light district though it's like door 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 it's it's like this whole houses of them but like that's literally just their office for the day, because they have to pay a certain amount to get in. I like, I found out all the information. They pay a certain amount by a certain time of the day, or it's all sold out, and then you have to go to another part of town that's not as popular. So oh, they pay for those spots? They it's have, like booth like rent at a barbershop. It's like booth rent. It's butt rent. <laughs> the craziest part about that is that if you are a trash hooker, you will know the first day. Because you be seeing all these people coming, and you just like walking by you, like mm. broke even today. That's gotta hurt. Like that's like window shopping. Like you looking in, like I don't really want Chinese food today. Bro. This is my body. I don't... It's, it's literally like being in the cereal aisle and like I had crunch berries last week, <laughs> and the crunch berries are like, come on, <laughs> but it's hoops all berries. 
we're not serving you that. Matter of fact, we'll just bring you our own wine. And she walked ah. with somebody like stupid Americans. I was like, what? <laughs> Another group of Americans were like, listen, that's a dessert wine. They really get, they really take offense to, to you not knowing about wines if you are over here. Like they serve um, wine with breakfast. Like Prosecco is served just next to the orange juice. Kids around there, like kids was drinking wine in Italy. It's not like a thing. Like, yeah. It's part of dinner. So they're not, they don't make it like, oh, we get, they don't be getting, they don't drink to get drunk over there like, like that. It's just like, this is part of the food experience. I understand them getting upset, but how big of a douchebag do you have to be to be like, oh, you don't know about wines in our country? Whatever. I'll be like, imagine getting really upset over that. Like, that's ridiculous. It's like, okay, you know, I'm Moscato. Fuck you. <laughs> but she did have it. She just wasn't one of serving. That's a dessert wine, not a, and it was kind of super condescending. That's what made me feel worse. She would have punked me how to feel better. She was like, oh, that's a dessert wine. You know what? I'll just bring you back some. She didn't even ask. It's like, no, that. bring me the dessert. I get it. Yeah, whoa, whoa, what waitress, kind of wine is it? Bring bro. it. Let's talk about that. You're a waitress. I'm vacationing at your job. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm give me my fucking Moscato before I embarrass you here. But, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, that's, that's like if I said, I want an orange soda. And they're like, oh, uh, that's orange juice. Great. Bring it. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. Matt <laughs> really took offense to this. Yeah, really? that's, that's, a, that's kind yeah. of a dessert wine. Well, I'll just bring you the wine that I think you should have. Like, no. Hey, listen, did y'all like the wine, Kev, that, that she brought? Absolutely. It was amazing. Oh, that would have been a whole other thing. She just made me feel stupid. For, for I, bro, I don't know that much about wine. I ain't been drinking that long. I don't know which wines are, are supposed to be drink when. That's why I'm over here. All right. Well, listen, looks like the internationals took that one. Um, that has been another episode of Versus Squadcast. Thank everybody for pulling up young Mag Scoop, CP, Pat Cloud, and of course, Kevin on stage. Thank you guys so much for continuing to send your suggestions to my it looks like he was trying to say continuing but he just said continue man he's actually had a great episode looked like the refs missed the couple that he got away with we'll be a little bit better on top of it next week thank you guys for tuning in to, to hear more wording is hard <laughs> in real life thank you guys so much we'll see you on the next episode peace hey.